Ratchet Sound. Another, it's been a long time though, special, almost holiday, about to be graduation edition episode of Ask Me Later, and we have a first time guest, yo. It's been a long time coming. It, it, it should have been a, a, a like long time ago coming, man. We were supposed to do this a while back. We were, man, but I, I you know... Life gets in the way, but I couldn't have picked a better project to get on here with. This, this is true. Brought the homie Sanchez in. What's what good? Do? How you doing today, brother? I Three podcasts in three days. I mean, you know. By the time they listen to this or whatever, you know, they, they already have heard what's been released, but, you know. I feel that, man. Working, man. I want to salute you. You know, you're doing what you should be doing and more. You're going above and beyond. I'm, I'm trying, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, you know. We do You know, we do. We all do what we do, man. Like. We're saying we do what we do, how we do what we do, or something, <laughs> something like that. You, you want to tell the people what we about to bless them with? Which they've already clicked on it by now, but you know. Oh, man. We're reviewing the games album, Born to Rap. Let's talk about this uh, this album cover. How do you feel about that? Uh, before, before we even go in there, you know, I, I always start shit off or whatever. It's been so long, I almost forgot about it. You know, ask me later or whatever. We get into the artist. Because I feel like it is going to lead right into that album cover. That is true. JC Yon is, it's like I told my homie or whatever. I was like, yo, that album's hard. I was like, the only thing is, JC Yon's a clown. <laughs> JC Yon is a troll. He is. He's a lot of things. He, he does. Uh, I was talking to Zach today, one right. of our buddies, and, uh, you know, he was like, I don't know how I feel about the game. He's like, I don't know if I want to listen to this. And I was like, man, you got you to gotta take all his little petty trolling stuff away, and you got to listen to the music, the game. You know, he never, he never lets us down with the music. He's very consistent in the music. Like the albums are usually long. What was the one with like every every like every one was like a feature? You know what I'm saying? You talking about documentary two point five? Was it that or was it Jesus Peace? I remember one of them like every like he said he said it was gonna be like pretty much like a collaboration. Mm, you know Jesus what I'm saying? Peace. All right. So while we're while we're talking about Jesus Peace, what's your what's your favorite game album? Um. I guess I would have to go old school or whatever because like I haven't listened to a full album probably since Jesus Peace, but before obviously this one now. So of course, this, you know, listen to Devil's Advocate, Doctor's Advocate, whatever you want to call it or whatever. Of course, documentary or whatever. Getting on, didn't get on documentary till years after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
We was younger. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've been, ever since I listened to rap, you know, the game was always one of my, the game 50 and T.I. was always my favorite rappers growing up until okay. I got to about high school. Then I started listening to more of the old school, Pog, X, Big, Nas, all on that. But I'd have to say, man, my favorite, my favorite album by the game would have to be Doctor's Advocate. I'm gonna have to go back and check that. Even though, well, I, I know the album is, you know, it's just been so long. Yeah, like it's just, just it's got a lot of bangers. But then close behind that, I would say is Jesus Peace. What about documentary? Documentary, I like. There's a, you know, it's a classic. You can't, you know, that was his first work into the game. Is that on the... No, no, no pun like, intended. I was, I, was, I was like, is that where... It, I, I want people to know, like, I'm not comparing it, even though I feel like it could be an argument to some people. You're not like... They say, like, yo, your first album is, like, your best or whatever. Is that on the same caliber of, like, yo, like, that's a reasonable doubt. That's uh, Illmatic, the documentary. You know what I'm saying? Or a Get Rich or Die Try. You know what I'm saying? Shit, if we, yeah. we go in that same realm. I don't know. I don't think it was his best work. I mean, it was definitely one of his most solid works. Like that is that, that's to but me that's that's crazy coming into like the game like with that album of that caliber. Yeah, I mean the shit with Fifty aside, which are they, I mean they're cool now. I think are they? They yeah. are actually. Uh, I heard a po- uh It was either a podcast or I don't know, but he said that he seen Fifty at a club or something. And they said, "What's up?" And he said, "Look, man, you got you got to tell me what happens to uh, one of the characters in Power." Uh, I want to say it was Angela, or yeah. So it was after the last season when Angela got shot. Also, shout out to you because um, I started Power a couple of months ago because of you. That man, I'm gonna be caught up before like they come back in January. Yeah. I'm on like season five now. I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. January fifth. It's uh, who shot ghosts? Yeah, I, yeah. It's already been out there for me. So I'm like, spoiler okay, alert. You know. Oh, I, I I know it happens by this point or whatever. I I also know that Dre is still alive. So I'm like, what the fuck's about to happen to season five? But you know, we'll we'll save all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, just game was always kind of like because you ever heard the rumors or whatever they say he, like he started rapping or whatever he like pretty much was like yo I can rap I can sound like was it Nas Hove and was it a West Coast dude as well like fusing the one? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but game is the game, you know, and that's no diss to Hove or Nas, but he's got his own sound. And to me, he he put just as much of an impact in the game as the rest of them did. Yeah. That, and he he never stays away from that West Coast sound. Well, shit, I'm going to say it a lot throughout the episode, and I'll say it now, too. Game, and I obviously heard someone else say it, too, or whatever. Like, it's from Compton on a podcast one time where he was like, you know, game kind of took the torch for the West or whatever throughout the mid-2000s when no one else on the West was, like, even in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I At mean, one point, it was just game, if we keeping it a buck. That's true. And, I mean, he came in in, what, 2004? Yeah. And 
to me. I mean, there's been a couple projects that weren't his best work, but he's been consistent. He has always get like I like my homies like you know. I, Shout out my boy Justin to whatever. Like, I ain't gonna say he got me on games. You know, we've always listened to game or whatever, but he was the one like, yo, it's certain people or whatever I know, like, they're always gonna deliver. Like, you know, I don't know a lot of whack game verses. You know what I'm saying? It's like, even when he's not really trying, he just, he, he sounds great on on the mic. He does. And that's, even Joe Budden said it on his podcast. He said, you know. And they haven't seen that eye. Yeah, he said, all different society. He said, I hate it because he's like, cannot say one bad thing about his work because he just always comes out with some heat. Mm-hmm. He always delivers. It's it, it's it's there. It's always there. The antics aside, did you watch For the Love of the Game? Back in the day? Not. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about, but I did not watch Bro, it. Bro, that shit was... Because, you know, I loved all them love shows and shit and all the ratchetness. Oh, my... It... It was incredible. Yeah, I was, you know, I was a little bit too young at that time. I what had, year was that? I need to look at it. I just remember watching it being like, hell, this is crazy. Yeah, it's just something I never got into. <laughs> <laughs> but um, final thing for me, we, we tackled this on every Born to Rap, you know, his quote-unquote final album. The album cover. I'm going to let you go first because I got to pull it back up because I remember sending this to my homies or whatever and like, us just having a field day but you go first well before i really looked at the album cover i was listening and i hate to bring up joe bud's podcast so much but it's incredible though. I w- it is man shout out to joe bud and rory mall parks it's know. just real people talking about real shit that's all i fuck with it it's is. like yo they're the ones that turn me on the podcast i'm not gonna lie right but before i really paid attention to the album cover i had listened to the podcast and they were talking about it and Rory really broke it down you know he said you know you got people in here that are girls that are pregnant rolling up blunts and doing drugs and making music and you know they kind of broke it down how when you're in the when you're in a womb you know you're about to be born and then they're in the studio so it's like you're being born to rap and I guess I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's kind of cool, man. But <laughs> it, it, it's weird, man. It's 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 definitely weird. But that's the game for you. I I literally saw where like I think it was the shade room, which I don't follow though. Somebody had like the shit put together on. I had to, I had to put it out there because like I only niggas think I'm out here following the shade room. I'm sorry. Like that's some shit my girl would do whatever. But anyways, like. They had it together, and it was like somebody had screenshot like him on Snapchat, and it was like, "Yo, if you in LA and pregnant, hit me up. I got an idea." And then they had the album cover. So I remember I was just like, I thought that shit was wild when I saw it, right? And I started sending it to a couple of my homies, and like I said, shout out the homie Cody that does Tar Heel Talk with me or whatever. He hit me back and was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, bro, same thing. He's like, I'm going to tell you the one that's got me fucked up, though. He's an old girl just eating the chicken wings. He said, <laughs> I just, it's something about people eating, like, looking at it. It's just, uh-uh. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> it just, he was just, he's, I was like, I don't even know if disgusting is the word. I'm just like, no. Like, what is happening? This some Kanye-level shit. Have you seen that? Have you seen that nigga out here looking like the Tin Man? Man, you know, I'm not the biggest Kanye fan. Music or lifestyle? Because like lifestyle, I'm not there anymore. Both. Damn, really? I, I'm 
done how with you, Kanye. Shout out Donnie. How you and Donnie ain't just been getting into it? Man, I, I've been giving Donnie flack for a couple years now, man. I, you know, I, I like all Kanye's old stuff, but... Now, when you say old stuff, okay, what was the what was the last one where you like, I can't do it? Did you like Yeezus? I didn't really listen to Yeezus like that. Um, you know, that was before Apple Music and whatnot. Yeah, and I remember I, I had that shit I on fucking uh, bootleg CD or them. Oh, see, no, nah, I, I didn't have that. Well, not bootleg, but, but like, you know, you dub it and you know all that shit. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last one I listened to was Watch the Throne. You didn't listen to um, Life of Pablo? Oh, Pablo had some bangers on it. Man, that's that's when I first started, you know, Donnie started getting on me about Kanye and you know, it's, I just So, two questions. So, I'm pretty sure you have not listened to Jesus is King. Nope. Did you listen to our review of Jesus is King? I listened to part of it. Did you hear how much I was struggling? Yes. That's why I didn't listen to it. <laughs> because you, you, because like, okay, for for y'all listening and like even first time people or whatever, Sanchez can tell y'all like, yo, I'm one of the most open minded people out here. That is true. So if I'm over here like just y'all like, yo, this is, I don't know, man. <laughs> that that should tell y'all how rough it was just an ex, as an experience. And like, think about it. This, I mean, it's like maybe twenty six minutes, thirty minutes. I listen to that shit like, like so many times. These short albums, man. Not a fan of them. I'm hit or miss. You know why? I like it on some of these people where I don't really care. Yeah. But then if I enjoy you, I'm like, like for example, if this game shit was like 30 minutes, I'd be like, no. It, he would have had to make it a double disc, quote unquote, for it to be like, like the length is at one an hour and thirty. And you know I'm I'm older than you or whatever, bro. But like you know, albums was long. Like what? Shit, you listen to pop? Like what? How long oh, yeah. is freaking um All Eyes on Me? Oh man, how many tracks? What like sixteen, seventeen tracks? Look, and that's 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 individually. That's a double disc, or it was a double disc. You know? Yeah, All Eyes on Me. That was um. I don't know. My my phone does something weird, so it like it like split them into two. I don't know. Yeah, it's like but this I, game album. I needed this. I needed this length. Pause. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got to pause on that. But right. this this album was just. If he is going out and he's done, this was definitely one to go out on. Agreed. Like. This was oh shit. Let's just go ahead and get into it, man. I'm gonna pull my notes up or whatever. I don't got the shit situated. I spoke to you about. Let's do it. Born to rap. I broke this down and I hit you up. I broke this down into five parts. Okay. Twenty five songs. It was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I'm like, if you if you want to listen to it like that way, if you want to go the entire hour and thirty minutes, it didn't feel like an hour and thirty minutes. No, it didn't. I was. I mean, the transition was crazy. There was one little part where, like, I ain't gonna say I was about to cry, but like, I got a little bit in my feels for a second. Oh yeah, no. I know we probably talking about the same part. Yep. Start off with track one, "City of Sin" featuring Ed Sheeran. I love it. I love Ed Sheeran. 
Um, Ed Sheeran does not put out whack music. Go back and listen to me and the homie Austin when we did uh, the review of Ed Sheeran's album. That's a talented human being. He really is, man. I, I would never expect him to be this, like, not even this dope is not even the word. Like, I remember when, like, him and Game was supposedly doing records in, like, 2017 or some shit. Like, and I didn't and, even know who Ed Sheeran really was. And who would have thought? And they say he he took him to the block or they was like, it was in like a studio together. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, y'all trolling me. This one, they ain't in the same studio. That was a dope record, man. And I believe it was, I don't believe Game was on that, was he? It no, was it was just, just Ed, like, and he only had like, like six lines. Yeah. It, it was definitely a short track, but it was definitely a great intro. When I saw that he started and ended the album, I said, okay, so Ed Sheeran is pretty much going to be the de facto intro and outro for this album. And I was like, if the outro is like this, I'm not going to be upset that, which outro is a lot longer, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, he, he did it. Like, I like this. This is cool. Oh, I got, I got some, got some stuff to get off my chest when we get to that one. I, I love that. I'll I wait for it. The, the outro? I'll wait for oh, it. We go, oh, bro, because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Oh, on to the next song, um, "No Smoke" featuring Miguel and Travis Barker. I thought it was a great track. Um, I would have liked to have seen D Smoke on this track as well. Okay, I know he's on a track later. I'm I'm gonna ask about who that is because I don't really know. But okay, um, do you want to get into that now or do you want to get into it later? Only thing I know, and I wrote down on the track that he's on, well, like, which track is he on again? He's on Cross on Jesus' Back, I believe. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's on that one. And I, I looked up or whatever when I was doing my research or whatever. He had a dope verse, and he produced a track. Yep. So he's a producer. So explain who D-Smoke is to the people like me who, who have no clue. All right, so D-Smoke is from Cali. Um he was a teacher. Oh, I can hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can hear. He was a teacher um, at a high school, and I believe he taught Spanish or maybe he's a music teacher. Don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. I forget. Right. But he was the, wither, the winner of Rhythm and Flow, which was Chance, Cardi, and T.I.'s basically rap American Idol that was on Netflix. Oh, I heard about that show. I never watched it. Yeah, it was good. How, I, I watched it. I remember you telling me about that, matter of fact. Yeah, it was good, man. Uh, I watched it a couple weeks ago, and this man, every challenge that he was in, he absolutely killed. Okay. He absolutely killed, and he's just, he's, he's got a mind, he's artist, man. He's artist to the T, and he's a great dude as well, you know. He didn't, you know, he's from, um, I believe, L.A., and he never got into all that stuff that you know most people living in LA get into and he always oh game's talking about it coming up <laughs> yeah he uh he's a good artist man and I would have liked to have seen him on this uh on this no smoke funny you mentioned that I wrote down you know game actually spoke about like you know what rap is these days and then talks about like how he had to have the West Coast on his back or whatever, and he's uplifted, the gen- you know, the new generation. Like, you know, I had to put Dot and Nip on my tour. Yep. You know, like, shit like that. Yeah, Which, and, I mean, he he definitely looks out, and, I mean, they said, uh, who was it? 
I seen the interview. I think it was on Everyday Struggle that they were talking about him signing someone. He was like, it's just, it wasn't for me to sign him. He was like, I wanted him to go do his own thing, and you know, he put he puts on he puts on a lot of talent, and uh, yeah. I mean, because we're gonna we're gonna I, I, we could say it, and I noticed from this album, like we even said earlier, he's not ashamed or even whatever, quote unquote, like. He'll have a lot of people on his album or whatever. You know, of course, the popular people, you know, the Tigers, the Chris Browns or whatever, you know, Cali, not Cali, anything else, the popular people. He'll have a lot of people, like, coming up. And then, like, D-Smoke or whatever, who I had no clue. And it's like, okay, yeah, you get the publicity of being on a game record. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people probably didn't watch that. Uh, well, I can't say that. But I know a lot of people probably, when they see it on the track list, they don't know who D-Smoke is. Yeah. and. He's gonna be on the come up, man. I definitely He's, like the. Ver- I mean, we gonna talk about it more when we get there. But like, as far as I like the verse, and then when I looked and like you know saw he produced it, too, I was like, oh shit! Like, okay, he's he putting in work. Oh yeah, he's good, man. And did you catch that line about? Um, I forget exactly what he was saying, but I put in my notes that he lost the award to Missy on the documentary, and he, uh, I think he like he felt. Je- I forget exactly what it said. But he was talking about he should have got an award for the documentary, but then he lost to Missy. Um, I might look it up exactly, but that deuce. I mean, okay, my documentary Grammy went to Missy. I learned my lesson. Then hip hop will take your heart, no matter what type of vest you vested in. Um, at the end, at the end, I can get shot like Pac, and then I'll feel like the next can. <laughs> Okay, y'all got you talking about. I think he's just... He just doesn't care anymore. Like, as long as... As far as getting Grammys and stuff, like, he's not out here to make the the radio songs and whatnot. He's just going to make his music. He's going to do what he likes and make put out what he wants to hear and what his fans wants to hear. Yeah, pretty much. At, at this far in his career, and then, like, you know, if this is actually, like, the closeout record, like... It don't matter about, like, you know, super mainstream success. It's like, yo, what I want to put out, like, I can't remember the video with Anderson Pack that we had watched a while ago, but the West Side video, that was pretty much just an homage to um, California Love. Yeah. Kind of the whole Mad Max, like, you know, desert shit, you know what I'm saying? Which I would have to say, I'm getting tired of the Mad Max videos, man. <laughs> Who else did it? Um, I think, didn't, uh... Was it Trippy that did one? I okay. You want me to keep all the way real? I have not listened to Trippy like that since um the first Love Letter to You. He's on like four now, and I still ain't. Yeah, I, my my you know my little cousin. She loves Trippy Red. Like she went to his concert. I just and don't get it. I'm just I don't know. And well, he's not terrible. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's not for us. Not our wave, man. That's for the younger people. Let me see here. Before we move on to the next track, though, um, I did fuck with um, Miguel on this. Yes, Miguel, and he never let you down. I, man. I, <laughs> we gonna say this about another artist and a couple of artists on this shit or whatever. But I'm telling you, like, I've been I, psh, Miguel, man. Where that new album at? We ain't heard from him in a minute. And you know, I usually get on to you about your R and B. Especially on the weekends and whatnot, bro. I, but I'm trying to tell you, I listen to I, good R&B though. Yes, and I can. I could definitely. This would definitely be a record that I could listen to pregame and whatnot. You you missed or whatever when we was on a Tory wave the other um, couple of weeks ago. 
Yeah. I still have not forgot or whatever. I got something in the works for that chicks tape. It's just it, me and the person I'm doing with or whatever. It's a lot of scheduling conflict. But you know what? Great thing, great things come to those who wait. It, that is true. You know what I'm saying? That is very true. Uh, you got any more before we get to the next record? Um, no. Great track. Be saying that about a lot of these tracks because oh yeah, kind of biased. But I mean, it, it was a great work of art. It I'm, I'm ready for your rating at the end because I have I still haven't decided on mine, but I mean, shit, I, I already know it's going to be pretty high. Track three, five hundred dollar candles featuring Dom Kennedy. I like this. Um, Dom was up here like pretty much three times, I think. Yeah, he's, he wasn't credited the third time, but I mean, I, I wrote it down because I was like, okay, yeah, he's pretty much up here because he's talking. So, um, I got down. I like the gang talk at the beginning. Um, I was gonna say I, def- I definitely wrote that one down or whatever. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I love little clips at the beginning, and there's another track on this. Uh, we got another- Anita Simone at the end. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wrote- I, yes, sir. I love them little them little clips. That's how she had a writing credit. Up there. I was like, where is she? And then it got there. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And then I love you know he stays true to L.A. Yeah, he does not stray away from LA, which I said earlier. You know, he does stay away from the from the West Side, but uh, he always puts on for LA, and he 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 tells where he's from, and he stays true to it. He don't try to, yeah. What do you What do you think, and or like, what's your experience with Don Kennedy? I'm not too too familiar with him. Okay. Um, I know I have heard him on a couple. Different tracks. Um, were they all? Were they also with West Coast artists? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because like, shout out to Homie Q. He he got me on Dom years ago. Like it's one of his guys or whatever. If I could compare Dom Kennedy to anybody, and this isn't just the uh, you know whatever. Dom Kennedy would if, I, if I'm saying to someone like, oh okay, if you know this artist, this is that. It's West Coast currency. Okay. Just smooth, laid back. It's like yo, like. It's not going to be hitting you with the lyrical, spiritual miracle, you know what I'm saying, tight bars or whatever. But everything's just like, yo, like, that's just a cool nigga or whatever. Like, he tight is. joint. I like, can't say too much really on him. Really distinct voice. Yeah. I can't say too much on him. I don't really know him like that, but, you know, he delivered. I, I didn't expect him on a song like this where, like, Game's talking about, like, yo, you know, couldn't get out the. Well, which he's on the hook talking about, you know. LA or whatever, we bought it over here and we down to do whatever, but like if you die tomorrow, they're gonna mourn you. And then game comes in talking about, yeah, you know, I couldn't leave the bloods if I tried and everything. But like looking looking at from where I'm at now, which of course you know we're gonna talk about this a lot he brings it up a lot of times, like, you know, father of three children, yep. a grown ass man or whatever, can like where I was then in the streets, like it's crazy, which, shit, I said that about niggas that ain't even, like, to that level he's at. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was he the one that started the wave of putting the kids on the albums? Shit, um, you might, I mean, some, watch somebody come in there and fax only us or whatever when this drops or whatever, but you might have a point, and now that I'm thinking about it, because, uh, was it, was it Doctor's Advocate when, like, the Deluxe Edition had, like, his kids? Yep. I believe, um, I believe, because his daughter was born by that point. The documentary. 
I know his son was on documentary, like his oldest son. I want to say, yeah. But by the time that what's name came out or whatever, all three of his kids was out. So I know he was with that teacher chick for the longest. This man, what chick wasn't he with? <laughs> well, no, he was like I think that was I think she's the one that um had his first two kids. Yeah, something like that. Which, if you were like a celebrity, can you imagine being with like a quote civilian? It'd be weird. I guess it's different if they know you prior to being like you know who you are. Like if she knows Jason and not the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know it'd be weird because you you know it's a big lifestyle change to go from regular to. Oh no! I always say, yo, when this shit pop off or whatever, I don't want none of these. I told you, if if you can't, if you if you don't know who Mookie is like now. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you don't know him in the future. Because they know this or whatever too. Cause like they can all, Sanchez can tell them whatever. They can be like, okay, yeah, you already front or whatever. Cause we already know like Mookie Chiz don't even call him that. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna be, they gonna know you cap right there. Like, hold up. And I like how you you put that in fruition. You didn't say if this takes off. You said when it takes. Yeah, when. Got to speak. We, we speaking this into existence, bro. I'm telling you. Yep. I, I, we ain't over here grinding, putting in hours for nothing or whatever shit. We just dropped episode 77, and we just started in, in the June. I mean, grinding, wow. man. Wow. Shouts to you, man. And shouts to everyone that's been on here. I don't know how my vocal cords still work, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with how these Tar Heels have been doing lately. Fam. So depressed, didn't even do Wait. Uh, um, <laughs> anything before we get to the next track? Um... Typical West Coast uh, <laughs> game track. Track four, the light. <laughs> so when I heard the Bobby Caldwell to start this off, I was like, and I'm gonna say this about another sample that's coming up real soon. I was like, this song would just never get old to me. Also, Bobby Caldwell goes into that. Um, he, he he's a part of that club of oh shit he's white yeah <laughs> him John Wish, B I'm gonna tell you right now uh, I did not know T- Tina Marie I had yep. no clue these people were white into the internet for the longest time but I also put that in my notes it's a dope intro I love the intro and I said it, it, it turned from that into like a gritty beat which I wrote down gritty a lot you know when I sent you the shit over cause I was just like I don't know how else to de- de- like define a lot of these beats but like I, I, I mean super pause or whatever like with his like voice or whatever it works with the like more rougher it, like sounds you know what I'm saying it does he can't be yeah. rapping on the whole like, like no poppy shit it's not gonna sound right like, uh, I don't know about that well a lot of times yeah game is a chameleon Let's yeah. not get it twisted, because he they it killed the hell out of celebration. I mean, yeah, and, and you know he did collaborate with Ed Sharon, so Ed's real though. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. Like, cause look, when when we reviewed his album, or whatever Ed Ed got a couple of on his album that you would never really expect. That's true. He got like some grime UK artists or whatever came over there. I'm like, I'm like okay, well, and I know. and I have not I haven't listened to that album. I need to. Um, it's lucky fire. I go front. If you want um, some pop shit, like I'm telling you, put it over. <laughs> every, every, you know, Ed Sheeran, he he don't let you down, man. But I liked on this uh, on this track, he calls everyone out. Um, Was the light meaning like the limelight? Is that what you got out of it? Kind of. Um, 
the limelight and just kind of you've risen to the occasion. You found your calling, and I don't know. It calls out a lot of greats in that. I particularly wrote down this part. Picture Wu-Tang, Mop, and Deep, Nori, and Capone said, My diamonds offset. Yeah. My mo... was it? Uh, my Audemars wet. It looked like me, Nikki, and Cardi B having phone sex. I, <laughs> I, when I, I remember when I first heard this track. And I heard that, and I was just like, only game. <laughs> it's, it's a couple lines in here where I'm just like, yo, like, like, <laughs> like, bro, just be on some other shit or whatever. But I'm here for it. It was hilarious. Like, that was one of where I'm just like, okay, that, that was funny. He, uh, he said some wild stuff, and he just does not care. He had his first time. Let me see. Well, two other things stood out for me because he, he brought it up again later, the second thing I'm going to say, but um, he brought up 300 bars. You know, it was like, yo, me and DJ Ski, three, which I mean, bro, I'm trying to tell you, I was obsessed with that and that fucking, that was like, what, 18 minutes, 20-something minutes almost? Yeah. Every, every. That and the one blood remix with like everybody in the rap game on it? Yep. Every time I listen, I, uh, <laughs> mm. it's just... Mm. It's still good to this day. It is, man. And I you still just... know lines. I still know when a beat's about to switch to another beat to this beat. And I'm like, oh, my God. He went from there into talking about, like, um, you know, me and Hoving, me and Hoving got a, a song together. And I didn't Google that. But, like, I was like, wait, is that true? No, I don't. I don't think they got a song together. He, I, they, they, they can't because he brought it up again on another track. Yeah, he said, you know, I've been in the game this long, and yeah, they ain't got no song together. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't never heard it. He made me think. Though, I was like, that's crazy, though. I, I, I would, I don't know. I just I felt like you know him and Hov would do something. It, since two thousand and four, you, you know, you would have thought one would think, right? I pray to get that. Shit, Hov came back in 06. Yeah. I pray, you know, I, I pray to get that one of them tracks. Although, I don't know what you think it would sound like now. I like 444, but yeah, I mean, this, this shit, this gonna sound crazy or whatever, but I even told real ones. Y'all know I'm a Beyonce fan. I ain't even really rock with that, that marriage album. I ain't even heard it. It won't for you. It won't for me. Charlamagne was the only person I know that was talking about that. He, he was like, yo, you got to be married or you got to be in, like deep in love. And I'm like, you know what? We ain't there. I know one song that I really rock with and the rest of it is like. <laughs> and if that's coming from Moot, it ain't for me. Look, I, if, <laughs> if I'm telling you like, yo, it had that and I was like, eh, huh, I'm not sure. That, that means a lot. But overall, this was. It was a good track. Yeah. I mean, it just... I'm getting tired of saying that, but... People are just got to be upset, because this was a really good album. I'm telling you, I, I, I was not upset listening to this. I really don't have too much bad to say about this album. Even the tracks where I ha- I don't have a lot of notes written down, there still were good records. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's just I, I didn't find as much as I did with the tracks I did. Um, Track five, Carmen Electra. This... Uh, Bruh. 
How about the chorus at the beginning? Carmen, like Friday. C- Carmen Electra featuring Mozzie. Um, Obse? That's did I pronounce that right? I have no clue. Obse, chill. Y'all gonna look it up. And Toby. Go ahead, fact Yo, this Toby dude was crazy. He gave me like some like West Coast CeeLo vibes. Yes. Okay, I'm. I'm like, I had to write that one down. I, like, I heard that song. I was like, oh my god! Because I had to say, I'm like, yeah, which one of them doing the hook? Like, was which also the Mozzie dude and the other dude wasn't bad either. They killed their rhymes. They did. Because I wrote, I was like, the first dude was more gritty, and the second dude was kind of like more finesse sounding and shit. All over like a kind of um, a sample of Devil's Pie by D'Angelo. You, you got me. You fucking got me. It's. I don't know. My favorite line, and it was, I'm Nas on these songs. I puff, they hate me. Hurricane game, Katrina, the AP. Top down the AC with X and AZ. Bro, he was, I'm telling you, he was, sna- he was snapping this old album. But it's certain lines, it's like, yo, like, whoa. <laughs> you just be in the car like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> And then the caught 5 Odell Beckham ready Moss like that. Dude. This man game just he puts like regular stuff and just makes it hard, bro. It's like it works. It 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 simply just works. Like Yeah, like I mean, we 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 implore you guys to listen to like the entire album. This was almost my fave. We haven't gotten to my fave yet, but this was almost it, bro. Oh, it this it was definitely a good song. Yeah, it wasn't one of my faves. I'd say you know twenty five tracks, top five though. It's it's it, 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 one of them, but like I mean, it was bro, this shit was good. Like I was, I need, I'm, I low key, which I might look up the other two, two whatever. But that Toby dude on the hook, I might have to check his listen, listen to his shit, like who yeah, his singing or whatever, because he did good on his hook. He did, like yo, he did his thing. Track six. This Dead was, homies featuring Red Cafe. This was one of my favorites. Fam. This was one of my favorites. I've I've also realized too on certain songs, like I said, when I don't have a lot of notes or whatever, I might have to just go to the lyrics. But like first off, I was like only thing I'm gonna say, like I'm and this isn't like a critique or whatever, it's just a damn man. We ain't get a red cafe verse. Cause you know Cafe can snap. Yeah, I was kind of shocked he was just on the, you know, like you think this was like a a possible song of his or whatever. And Game was like, "Yo, just let me get that." I'm sorry. What was the question? You think Red Cafe? Like you think this was a Red Cafe song? Like just originally, and Game was like, "Yo, let me get that." Um, like just know. him being on the hook, but I feel like maybe not because like maybe he, he probably would have had a verse if that was the case. Yeah, I don't know, but he made, he mentions Pokemon and Pikachu in here. You know it's I called that. It's a moot track. You know I called that, <laughs> bro. I mean, he, this this shit was this was dope. I mean, like, like I said, oh God, it's, it's gonna get repetitive. I know it's not like we riding right now. Pause, but like, like I said, the hook was dope, but yet simple at the same time. This yeah, it's um, you know, it's a typical game track. He's gone through a lot, and he talks about different 
hardships that he's went through in his life. Um, I really, you know, it's, like I said, it's one of my favorite songs, man. There was a line in here that I was looking for, but I can't seem to find it. Might be on a different track. I get what you're saying because like it was a lot of shit too where I'm just like wait was it there or was it here but I have been you know I've been studying for finals and whatnot, so I haven't I wasn't able to do you got a lot going on brother we get typical it typical or my my homework like I really wanted to look same here man like I said third podcast in three days or whatever like normally I've I would listen to this album more than the times I have yes I mean, I, I would have been able to spit you lines by now. Oh, yeah. My brain's kind of out there or whatever. Like, I remember shout out Tony one day or whatever. He was like, bro, because I was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I was like, we just did NFL or whatever. I went and watched eight and shit and then we did the NBA for like another two and a half hours. He was like, the fact that your brain didn't just fry. Yeah. He's like, because I would have been naming people the wrong thing, doing this or whatever. I was like, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm running on. I had two tests today and whatnot, so I'm running on about an hour and a half of sleep. But you don't ever sleep but, anyways. Yeah, that's true. That'd hey, be your ass or whatever. Like, I shit. Can sleep when I die. They'll wake up the next morning or whatever. Yo, what's good or whatever? You finally hear somebody back and everything. Yo, we ain't getting to bed to like seven. Like, <laughs> like, nigga, we left the club at two. What the fuck you talking about? Seven? <laughs> the hell was you doing until seven? Hey, look, man. You gotta live while you're young. <laughs> um. Speaking of seven, ironically, track seven, Gold Daytonas featuring Don Kennedy. Boy. He's back. You already um, know we're about to bring up this Junior Mafia sample. Get money. This shit, will, and I said, like I, like I said earlier about Bobby Caldwell, this shit will never get old to me. No. Like, never. I heard it immediately. I was like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, hey, yo, I think, uh. I think when we talked about this, the day this album dropped, you said, I ain't got to listen to it yet, but you said, my homie was telling me about this Gold Daytonas. Yes. Yes. Gold Daytonas. And, and I, bro, that was the first track, because I, I, that was the first track I had heard. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you hit me back. And I remember, because, uh, you know, I, I was waiting for this album. Yeah. I was waiting for it. And when you hit me back, when I said I wanted to do the pod, um, this is the first thing that you told me. You was like, "Man, this song is good." And I said, "Yup." I was like, "Okay." I, like, I was like, "I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. You got me." The game, man. And you know, just so the listeners know, I was supposed to be on here for the baby's album. What other? Album? It's, it can still happen. We can still do the baby. Yes, there was a couple other because I, I but... feel like that Kurt needs respect. Then he just did his SNL performance. <laughs> we'll have to get into that sometime. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad face right there. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I love the baby. Oh man, um, I just I, I just wrote down on this one. I was like, yo, like 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 we said, Dom just he's always chill, man. Like I don't think I've ever heard him raise his voice before, you know. And I was like, this is definitely one of the tracks. So I'm gonna talk about it on a later track, at least. You could tell they were in studio together, just like vibing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
This and it's just this is one of them songs like God. So you gotta, bro. I'm telling, like, I put I, we we cool out this weekend or whatever. I put this on or whatever. Like the, the cup just gonna go a little bit further, you know? Some like little that moves. That cup and will shit. be gone. <laughs> that that Mookie juice. That Mookie juice is going to be gone. Hey, I'm telling you, celebration this weekend. Yes, <laughs> we got to. Hey, we we got to celebrate you getting out of here, and man. We definitely gonna play celebration by the game. Ugh. Still a classic, though. You know what I'm saying? It is. That it is. <sighs> Track eight? Track eight. West Side. West Side. All I gotta say. Alright, bro. Right. I love that pop line. There's that one pop song. It's like, West Side. West Side. And just keep saying West Side. It's just like. Is that is that where that came from? Like, the is that where, you know, from for this song? It is, and I just want to say you just sounded mad British. Yeah, hey, 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 the is voice that where it came from. The voice, the voice happens sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I did, you know, I did my research or whatever. This was the first single off the album, and apparently, when Game dropped like the little picture, he actually had the picture for West Side Story from the 1961 movie. Okay, you know, That's research cool. bag. There, there you go. Gotta get in that bag. I like the production on this. I do too. I like. Um, I love this beat. To me, it's just another great hard game track. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, we're getting really repetitive here, but the game just puts out. Track. Nine. Forty ounce love featuring just live. I'm gonna get back to her in a second. Cause you know how I feel about singing. Yes. I'm gonna get back to her in a second. She made a second appearance up here too. I had to actually look up, but you know, we're gonna speak on her in a second. Um I like I like Game Hook on this one. Yep. And I said he kinda gave me a little nipsy flow on this song. Yes, he and he did that a lot on this. Uh, you had that vibe too. Yes, he did it a lot. Not only on this track, but the I would say the whole project in itself. He had a lot. And, of and when Nipsey I say flow. Nipsey Flow, I, like we're gonna get to it when it gets to that part of the album. Yep. But like I was like I, I was like I knew a couple of tracks and that wasn't one of the people I hear like front like yeah you know what I'm saying I've been with him because I know people that were and wasn't one of those people or whatever. It was never no hatred. It was just like yo, it really wasn't me. But like. I kind of felt like Nipsey had a certain flow and inflection on his voice that just, and I, I could hear Game kind of going in there on this yes. one, and it was nice. Like I said, Game's chameleon; he, he can do some shit now. Oh yeah, and uh, I actually, uh, shout out Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, Rory, uh, Rory mentioned that as well. Um, they said they didn't like that, but you know I like it. You know, it got paid tribute. I, I definitely thought it worked. I, I, I think it's different. Between like someone you fuck with and like it, it couldn't be like I don't know it, it couldn't be me doing this about somebody he done said fuck this nigga I don't know yeah and one thing I will say about the song game never change you know he had uh I don't know if you if you remember this song old English it was on Doctor's Advocate okay and he always talks about his forties. His 40s and his Henny. That old, old English is one of my favorite tracks. Probably my second favorite track off of Doctor's Advocate. And 
to listen to this album and you know he's got another song about the 40 ounce right you know gotta pay tribute to the 40s i'm about to say brian we ain't seen you pop one in a minute oh man i thought about it this week bro I might bring if you, it out this if weekend, you do that, man. if you do that, I'm gonna go real ignorant and bring back the Mad Dog. Yeah, we might have to, man. We might have to do it one Bruh, time you, for the one you time. That, you remember that time we was at the tailgate and I had the, the chicks on the mat? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm trying to tell you, this nigga, this nigga walked up and was like, "Yo, Moo got them white girls over there drinking Mad Dog. They don't know what the fuck that shit is, bro." Good times, good times. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> the people that Mook brings around <laughs> and what he gets them to do. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> um, the, the just live trick. Uh, just just live. I'm not gonna call her chick. This this woman. Oh my god! She was singing all over this track. I love her voice. She was incredible. Sounds amazing. It, I, I I loved it. Um. The line that stood out to me on this record was um, Game talking about like his, you know, he was talking about like his family and everything. You know, his two baby moms know if he ever gets locked up, you know, open the safe. And he was talking about his one cousin who like, you know, he looks out for homie, gives him like, you know, 30 racks whenever he goes, you know, goes to jail. But then he was like, yo, is this nigga just going to jail on purpose? Yeah, because it keeps happening. Like that made, that made me kind of laugh because I was, he, he talks about it. I can't remember if it was a previous track or like on a later track. And we know, you know, life or whatever. People gonna do whatever they can just to get shit. Oh yeah. And like just to hear that or whatever from like this man or whatever who's successful and everything, it just kind of made me just chuckle real quick because I'm like, wow, niggas really never really changed. Like, you know, that was one of the things <laughs> I wanted to put in my notes and. I like I heard it earlier mm-hmm. and I was like I want to put this in my notes but. I I got sidetracked and I right. didn't. But then when I thought about it later, I was like, "What track was this from?" Right. But it, it killed me too, man. It, it, like I, I, said, didn't, I didn't get into the second time because like the first time I was like, okay, that was funny. But the second time I was like, now nah, let me write this down because that was it, it hit me again. I was, he was like, "Yo, I'm starting to." Th-. He, he he legit his voice was like, "Yo, I'm starting to think this nigga going to jail on purpose." Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, a lot of people, you know, when you when you got it, people are gonna take advantage of you. Facts, and I'm gonna say it's a perfect segue into the next song. Track ten, Gucci flip flops. This was uh, definitely one of my favorites too. <sighs> you want to go first because I got a lot. Not not too much, but I got a lot. Um, I do want to say he did say one line in there about 2018 was a shitty year. Yeah. Um, you know. A lot of people, I, I've seen a lot of people say 2018 was a shitty year for everyone. Um, I believe 2018, we lost Mac, RIP. Yeah. Um, you know, he talks about, he thought he was doing everyone right until people started going left. And, you you know, it's true, man. You'll see people switch up on you like no other. Oh, yeah. Um and it's crazy because this is a, it's kind of one of the upbeat songs. But he's talking about like real shit. He oh he has some bars on this you shit. Know, he's talking about growing up and squashing the beef with me. I, I wrote that down too. I was Yo. gonna say, was that beef about the whole Nikki thing? I believe so. It was yeah, because because I forgot what song it was. But he mentioned it later. Like you know, I could fuck Nikki if Safari did. Yeah, <laughs> I got that in my notes too. <laughs> That killed me. Look, we gonna get there, but I, I, just, I just that that shit just hit me. I was like, damn. Yep. 
And then, you know, he talks about growing up and, uh, you know, taking trips to the beach, listening to The weekend, Like, I, I, I hey, that weekend about to be fire. I, yeah, yep. Bro, them two tracks he put out, I'm like, oh, yeah, this man going. He, he come five heads oh, in 2020. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, I just couldn't sit there and think about game, listening to The weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then, uh, but then he let these motherfuckers know. You play me, I will buck back and I will hurt your ass. Yeah. I got, okay, you know, you squash the beef with me. That's dope or whatever. You know, like, I'm not a, I, you know, I, I get shit happens or whatever and everything. But, like, we only on this world for so long, you know. Yes. It's, it's no need at the end of the day. Let's all get this money. Let's all be happy and successful, man. So that's really dope to hear or whatever, yeah. you know. Like, the growth as a person. Yes. Is insane to me. On this album, that's why I, I I can say like you know just looking or whatever like that's that's really dope to hear. Um, it starts off with Jay Z talking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to go back and look. So I was like, wait, is that who, who is that? Is, is that what I think it is? I was like, yeah, it's Hove. Okay. Like he brought up Hove again, you know. Yeah, you love your Hove. And he said, you know, if y'all listening, that means Swizzy got it cleared. Had to go see what he got cleared. You know what? You know what sample this was. I do not. Dead presidents. Was it really? Where? I'm gonna have to go back. I didn't hear that either, bro. I'm gonna have to go back and listen. I didn't. I didn't really notice it. Yeah. Well, when he I says, you know, Swiss, it saying. did this. It's clear. So I was like, okay. So I'm assuming Swiss Beats produced it. He did produce it. Probably why it's one of the best sounding beats up here. I mean, Swiss the legend, of course. Look at, look at you getting in your bag, man. Your I research talk, bro, bag. The, the research god over here. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? I was over here at work or whatever in the, on the sneak. We ain't going to speak on that, though. And, um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then, um, the, the, like you said, the shit that hit me or whatever. He was talking about, like, you know, 2018 was rough or whatever. He was like, it, 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 I really wrote this down order because I wanted to talk about just, you know, to you and to the people listening or whatever. He was like, talking about having to bury his father and then like yes. you know like his kids still got to get picked up from school and life still happens i still got to go to the studio and do all this or whatever and i'm trying to mourn but like life continues to happen That's like true. that shit like whoa you know what i'm saying yes and you know i remember when uh when his dad did pass and it you know it hurt him like obviously everyone sees what what happened how how he reacted with Nipsey passing, but yeah. you know when his dad passed, that was just another level for him. Man. You don't catch the little internal stuff because Nip was a public figure. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like this is a man that's been in your life your, since you can remember. Your father, I mean, literally your father, you like shit, your hero, like the first yep. person. This is that's insane. Like God, knows. this song, like it had an upbeat to it. But, it, you know, it, it touched. Like, it, when you actually, like, sit there and listen, that's why I didn't catch the Dead Presidents um, sample or whatnot. Cause Cause was, even even the I name so threw me off or whatever. Like, I saw Gucci flip-flops. I'm thinking, like, some shit. And I'm hearing this. And I'm like, yep. like, yo, you know, like, Gucci flip-flop, ten toes. I'm like, okay, you know. Yep. like, And, you know, I just, this, I'm you know, I'm one of them people I'm, that I, I get caught up in the lyrics and whatnot. Yeah, gotcha. And this, this song, it, you know. Lyrics. I actually said that about you, like whenever we first started rocking, bro. I was like, you know, 
And this ain't even like trying to get on like, oh, you like younger people or whatever. But I'm like, yo, niggas really don't be catching like lyrics. They just, they want to hear the beat or whatever. And they're like, yo, I know shit be like bumping or whatever, you know, but like. Yeah, they want that beat and that hook. That's, you know, that's it. Like niggas can go, go up there and literally just be like, just look at my dick up and touch the dick on the head. You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, Thug be yep. snapping. Don't get it twisted, but still. Um, you know. Shout out to Corey. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, bro, that 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 um have some fun is flames. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got much to say about Thug. <laughs> Not a big fan. Damn. Um, this next little part of the album, I mean, bro, we was already at deep or whatever. Tracks eleven through fifteen. Uh, track eleven, born to rap, title track. Born to rap. Um, you know, he talks about his uh, his entry in the game. And yep. One thing which I, I seen on your notes too that you had is he knew he was going to come in when Jay said they hated to love it was a smash. Flames. Um, and it was him and Fifty on that track, man. I mean, we was watching the music video earlier. Look, look, and look see, so look how look how God works. That's crazy. But it, it's crazy also to think about like yo if. <sighs> I mean, he literally says it like, you know, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be writing classes in my bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Quick little side note. Can we talk about, like, if him and Fifth haven't never, if they never went through their, like, their beef, man, like, that was not, not even no Batman Robin shit. That was, like, the Justice League, like, you know, Batman Superman team up. Like, that was that would have been crazy. Oh, man. If, like, if G-Unit, man. If Come G-Unit would have stayed together. And game was part of it the whole time, man. I mean, we never would have got three hundred bars, but still, I mean, I don't know what the game would be like. And I'm not talking about him; I'm talking about the music. Oh industry, yeah, we get the it. Rap industry, what would be going on right now? Because they have so many. Like, I mean, shit. We'll say it. Classics. Yes. Together, like there, there's just there's so many what ifs in this music industry. It's it's crazy, man. Like, what if Big didn't pass? What if Pac didn't pass? Yeah. Like, it's, you know, a lot of what ifs, and it's like, you can only imagine, which there's parts that you can, like, there's mixes and stuff that you can listen to on YouTube or whatnot that you can kind of listen to. What if this didn't happen? What if that didn't happen? Right. And it's just like, dang. You think about it, but you never really know. Like, you know, I, I think it happened like a couple of months ago. With, like, niggas was like, "Yo, what if you know if you could do like the biggest this, 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 or this or whatever? What's the one?" And I think everyone's like, hands down, was like, if Derrick Rose like never got hurt. Like, we're yeah. talking about the youngest MVP in NBA history at 21, and his entire career just his fucking Shout ankles just to couldn't Derrick take Rose, it. Man, that man. So he just had a big game, um, like like a night ago, two nights ago, something like yep. that. He, like he had a game winner zone. He's still a baller, man. Just like what was it last season? He put up uh, fifty. Yep. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, he was crying and shit, man. It's crazy, bro. So, like, the last thing on this record that really was like, okay, game transitioned it perfectly. Where the last thing we hear is. You know, and I still gotta find it or whatever. I think I, I think I did find. It. I'm not for sure, certain. The video where 
Nip is talking about, yo, you know what I'm saying? I met game way back in the day or whatever, like, or back in my hood or whatever on Slauson. I think Slauson and Crenshaw. But he was like, yo, he pulled up with the range or whatever. He was like, oh, that's game. And he was like, him and like 20 niggas like pulled up like he, crip dudes and shit. And he pulled up by himself with a gat in his lap. Yeah, bro, he was, <laughs> and he was like, yo, that's where, you know, I always respected him. You know, I'm not going to say, but like, I was really like, yo, like, that's game. And I was like, that's insane. Like, for anybody that has not listened to this or is just listening to this or anything like that or whatever, I'm not living this life. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know people that live this life, but I'm not living this life. That's bonkers to me. Yeah. Man, guy. Got some big kahunas. Pause. I, I know a lot. I'm talking, I, I know, I know a lot of dudes over there, but that's still wild. Imagine you just get pulled up. What you do with the gun? Man, <laughs> you know man. what I'm saying? But yo, it's just here. <laughs> you better start bucking and pull off. But he was like, yo, you but know. That's he, how you know it's love. He, he gave... He, 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 you know, he said he gave uh, gave his demo. Yep. So before we get to the next track, because you know this is of course featuring Nip, track twelve, "Welcome Home." I'm gonna just speak a little bit about Nip. You know, not even like you know the tragic events of last year. Was it last year? This year? This year? This year? This year? It Damn, in, it feels uh, feels April, so long, don't it? It does feel like it was a long time ago, but Damn. it was uh. It was in April. I remember it was it was a Sunday, a Sunday night, man, and uh, I was sitting in uh, sitting in my room, and I got the news that he had passed and what had happened, and it, it was crazy. And I'm not gonna say that I, I was a big Nip fan before yeah. he passed because I only listened to a little bit of his stuff. Same, but I was a fan of his character and his, his the person he was because he did a lot. Uh, See, I hadn't heard of, I hadn't heard much about that. Only thing I really heard was like everyone was telling me like literally. I think he went on the Breakfast Club like what was it, a week or two prior, yeah. and everyone was like, "Yo, you need to go watch this interview." You know what I'm saying? And like usually I watch Breakfast Club interviews, but just it had been a hot little minute. So for people to be like, "Yo, you need to check this," and I hadn't gotten around to it, I was like, "Oh, this shit must be you know what I'm saying it must be kicking some knowledge or it must be kicking something that's dope." You know, because I know he's not like the real like kind of comedy dude, like you know, like a black youngster or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I was gonna say now, I know a couple of songs off the Crenshaw album because he had James Fauntleroy up there, which you know, singing, of course. Yep. And they and they both, I think one of them featured. Oh no, I know one of them featured Sade, or not featured, but like had a Sade sample. So of course that was flames to me. But for my real ones that know, if you're a fan of Drizzy Drake like I am. That Killers track in 2009, that was on one of the first CDs I had in my damn car, senior year, <laughs> fucking, or whatever, in my, not even car, in my old pickup truck. That was, I had that killer song with him and Drake or whatever, and on that CD, and I would just be blared into my truck or whatever. And like, I remember he came on that, first thing I ever heard this man, cause I told you his voice was way too distinct, you couldn't miss him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before rap, my, let me see. Before rap, my last name was my lifestyle, and I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> I was just like, okay, that was dope, you know. But yeah, I just so I knew Duke could rap, and I know yeah. like before even you know tragedy happened. Like shout out to homie Q again. He was like, yo, this 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 victory lap like flames, bro. Like it I know was. niggas that was like, y'all need really fuck with dude, but like the album's like hard. So I was like, okay, I, just, I never got around to the album. I did. I uh, I had given the the album a couple spins. Yeah. Um, 
before he had passed and uh you know i like the album uh i really did like the album but it's still you know i didn't play it like that but once yeah. he passed and i listened to it it, it it hits you differently when people are gone and he uh man rest in peace to nipsey man welcome home this was close to being my favorite track. I'm not going to front. Yeah. Um, it was really close. Yeah. I didn't want to make it that just because, you know, obviously just the the, the, the thing behind it. You know, like we said, unreleased Nipsey vocals. But just like like I said on the Dom track or whatever, like you could tell this was recorded a while back. Like you could tell they were in the same studio. Like he'd been holding on to this one. They were in the same place at the same time. Yes. And just a little uh, things that I found out about this album uh-huh. uh, from watching the interview on Everyday Struggle. Um, this album was actually ready to go, like, I believe he said, like, summertime, right before summertime. Okay. But then when everything happened with Nip, he pushed it back um, just out of respect. And, yeah. you know, he he added a couple songs. Um, I don't know how many songs exactly. But, uh, Shit, we, we, we about to get to one. Yeah. Tuh. Yeah. Damn. But uh you know, this is a great uh great song. Um I love the collaboration with Game and Nip. Um And do you want you wanna talk about the line now or you wanna talk about it at the end of the track? Make America Great Again make a great make America Great Again, you a cool nigga? No, not that one. That that one was funny too, but <laughs> let's let's talk about Blank, I could fuck Nikki if Safari could. Oh, is this the song? This is the song, man. <laughs> this is the song, man. I about lost it. Even I, the inflection, like I said, it's so much like we go, we gonna talk about the artistry and everything else. Whatever, Camille Sanchez know our music. I could fuck Safari. I, I could fuck Nikki if Safari could. Like, bro, he was like, no, it, this really was about to happen. Like, what you talking about? You, you know, know what I'm saying? I, I, Nikki got to give it up to this man. <laughs> like after everything that I don't know, man. I was gonna say at the beginning of the track, and it kind of happened a little bit or whatever. As far as in the beat, did you hear that? I don't know. I don't know where exactly it came from, but it gave me. Um, you remember off Jeezy? Uh, I think Trap or Die Two. You know what I'm talking about? What? Okay, Jeezy, Trap or Die 2. It's a song called Illin' with the Clips. Uh-huh. When we le- when we finish this, listen to that song, whatever, because like the... Like, you'll, you'll hear it, and you'll be like, oh, shit, because like, I'm telling you, like, when you... Beatbox and Mooko, Yeah, right, when you hear it, and then you listen to this song again, you'll be like, oh, that's that set. Like, because that's what it made me think of. Like, I'm Illin, I'm pretty sure it's Trapper Die 2. Like, don't, if I'm wrong, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it's Jeezy, Trapper Die 2. It's a song, Illin, with the clips. Like, because I remember that shit was crazy. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, it, it sounds insane. You know what I'm saying? I'll it was like Don Canna production with Jeezy and the clips. I mean, did I say more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to it afterwards. Um, I didn't catch it. But you uh, see, that, you you be catching these little small things yeah. in songs and whatnot. Uh, Nip, I like Nip's hook. 
Like I say, his voice, his voice just is perfect on certain things. He can just say a hook and it's dope. And I was like, I hope he gets a verse. So when his verse came out, I was like, okay, dope. Um, they both, like I said, they both did good on the versus game. Was I here wilding? You know what I'm saying? It was still dope, though. Um, this little part right before he starts rapping, he was like, nah, Chuck, I don't think it's going to be your last album. I remember LAX. Remember, was it? And I was like, yo, shit, was it LAX supposed to be the last album? Uh, I believe so. Right, so he was like, yo, you know, we've seen this before. So for him to even leave, like, just that little thing, it's like, yo, like, you know, what what, what really is ever the end, you know? I, I don't think I don't think he'll be leaving. I think he will be making another. If, if anything, it's gonna be his last uh, last project on the label he, or under the contract he's under. Yeah. But I, I do believe he will be making another album. I hope he does. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, I ain't mad at this being his last. And we and we got what? I mean, he's he's told us we got 15 years of material yeah. to go back. Oh yeah. And I listen. You know, I'm I'm a huge game fan. I listen to game. Literally every day, but I, I I really love this song. Like they both went in. Yes, they loved this beat. Nip killed the hook. Was real short and simple. And then I'm, it gets. And I'm hoping there's uh there's more uh unreleased um verses that Nip has that Game has, so we can hear some more collaboration songs with them too. Um. Because I love, I love the collaboration of them too. Track thirteen, not even on the whole thirteen or whatever. Even though I, I don't know if you've caught this or whatever. But like I said, by the time it's releases, it'll probably be passed. It's gonna be Friday thirteen this weekend. Is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Track thirteen. Help me interlude, featuring Sly. I love it. I, you know, I love this joint. Like yes. anything soulful, I was like, oh my god! And like I, I love also too when like you see a title and then the track just fits it. Yes, I was kind of mad when I saw it was an interlude because I was like, damn, dude, like whoever this whoever this Sly person is, they going off like, oh yeah. It, but it was like real quick and just kind of got to the point, got us out of there. Yes, and you know, you know, it was how a great I, transition. You know, how I like my I listen to a lot of reggae, and so I like my yeah. feel good vibe music. Mm-hmm. And this this was it. This is this is what I needed, and it just shows you the versatility. Man, I kind of like the fact that if you, I mean, you know, you look at like albums or whatever, man. I mean, I'm not trying to say like, you know, everybody keeps saying like, you know what I'm saying? We need to bring this back. We need to bring 90s back. All this shit or whatever. Like the essence, like interludes are coming back low key. They are. Like album, album, album cuts are always a thing, of course, but little interludes. Yep. And everything, you know, everything that was once great comes back around, man. And I and I do feel like we're somewhat transitioning slowly but surely into more of a lyrical type music. I think you know our generation is getting tired of just listening to just. Well, I feel like it it has its own like wave, not really wave. It has its own platform because everyone that wanted to say, "Oh, well, you know, lyrics are dead." You can't say that when like Kendrick has is mainstream. Yeah, you can't say that when Cole is mainstream. Like, 
I'm sorry, but like I remember someone made like the comparison, or not even this isn't necessarily a thing. You can't look back or whatever and tell me like your souls of mischief was being like like household names in like suburbs. Yes. <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying? Like like or as I like to say, aka if I could pull up on like a couple of chicks or whatever and ask them, you know who XYZ artist is, and they don't know, that white people don't know who you is. Yep. <laughs> it's that simple. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. I'm sorry, like it's it's really just that simple you look at it. <sighs> you ready you ready for this next track, bro? I am. Now I didn't cry, but I got ups I'm not even upset. I got like emotional. Yes. Um Track fourteen. I didn't want to write this song featuring Marsha Ambrosius and Dom Kennedy, pretty much. Yes, and to me, this is my favorite, uh, my favorite track. You know, I always like them, them sad uh, rap songs. Um, that's why I, I like a lot of uh, like DMX's songs, um, and I, you know. I, Pox my favorite, so I love the Pox sample, man. Right. Um, and one thing I will say with this is, uh, of course, R.P. to Nip, and uh, now R.P. to Juice World as well. Yeah. You know, it's two people are gone too soon, man. And uh, this song, it, it definitely hits. It's way different when you've lost people that you've been close to, and. It's a sad song, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what what I'm going to say about this record is like... Okay, because, you know, Apple and everything is only so, like, you know, as far as it telling you the title. So I looked and I was like, what's this song called? And I was like, I didn't want to write it. And I'm, so I'm listening to it at the same time I'm, like, looking at it, right? And I'm peeping all yeah. this. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm listening. I'm like... Oh, this nigga dead ass went and wrote a record after leaving the funeral. Yeah. Not, I gonna say right after, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So it made me think about, and this is gonna be like you know just little because I feel like the reason, and not not even trying to toot my own horn or whatever. I apologize if it comes off like this to people listening. I always look for like the little subtle shit and everything. So listening to this track, it made me think about it's a record. Um, Remember off of Mac Miller's watching movies with the sound off. Yeah. And he did like a whole little like video, <coughs> excuse me, where he broke down like every record and he said he remembers being at his homie's funeral and literally just getting home and being in the studio and just like just locking everyone else out and then just writing the track. Like yeah. imagine just like having all these thoughts or whatever and then just being like, well, I'm just gonna go make this. That's, that's and it's incredible. It is. That's that's where the best uh, art comes from, man. It's when, <laughs> like, when you got a lot on your mind. Like, yo, you sold out Staples, my nigga. Like, yo, Stevie. <laughs> and then he said some little line, like, yo, Stevie was sick. He couldn't even see you. I was like, oh, yep. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was wild. But I was like, I mean, it was. Oh, game, man. Ooh, this was, is crazy. This is, uh, you know, my cousin, he don't really listen to game, but. When I heard this song, I said, man, you got to listen to this. I said, you're going to love it. I mean, just truly and heartfelt. He, yep. And I, we were in the library. I told him, I said, play this track right quick. And he played it. He said, I'm going to download it. Yeah. Great song. 
track 15, The Code, featuring 21 Savage. Oh, man. This is going to be my weekend song right here. <laughs> I love it. I, I ain't going to lie. So, like, I saw 21 Savage. I was like, how's 21 Savage going to fit on this? So, I'm thinking, like, we about to get, like, some up-tempo. But I'm like, we can't get up-tempo off the track that just happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, what's about to happen here, you know? But you got to think about it. That, that's the, 21's me, that was, voice is, like we say, it's one of them just distinct voices in hip-hop right now. Yeah. He came in and just, I mean, he, like, I, I could tell Game was like, I, I mean, either he had this or Game was like, Yo, I want your voice on this. Yep. And that's all I need. Oh, yeah. And we talking about, like, I mean, like the song says, the code, man. Like, we, it was, And yo. I put in my notes that something pe- more people need to learn to live by. You got to live by the code, man. And unfortunately, people don't be living by the code. I mean, if we could do a whole another podcast on that, trust, because oh, yeah. it gets like people's. I ain't gonna even say people's morals and people's stuff like this or whatever. But like, I'm and I don't want to be anti-internet, anti-whatever guy. Because I mean, clearly, how do you listen to this? But like, you know, I, I told you, I hear people like, oh, you know what I'm saying, blah blah blah. And it's like, yo, you nigga, you do like platforms. Like that, that's stupid. Yep. Like, you sound dumb. But like, I just say everything doesn't have to be up here. Yeah. I've said this or whatever, almost 80 episodes in or whatever, I haven't truly gotten to the point where, like, okay, everyone knows me yet. It happens. It happens with time. You don't have to, like, yo, I I can't remember the last thing where I'm like, yo, I just have to tweet this or whatever. Yeah. But I also realize niggas don't catch little small shit like I do or whatever. I can tell that to somebody and they still might look at me crazy. God forbid if I'm like, yo, Twitter's gonna, like, catch this. Right. And, you know, I like the place of this song. Um, right after I didn't want to write this song, yeah, I love the place it because it's like you're getting down, and then the next track you got Twenty One Savage and you're just you're just back into it. You know, he just he, you know he didn't leave you in that like he didn't leave down that place. Slump. It kind of got you back up. Yep, I love the I love the placement, man. Last thing too, little side point or whatever. Like I'm gonna tell you, niggas don't be catching shit. I be trying to throw out there or whatever. So you remember last week when the Bears beat the Cowboys on um, Thursday night? Yep, and Shaq, when I see you, run me that money, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, look, when I was like, no one be no one be peeping my shit, my little petty ass came in like, I was like, you know what, I got something, because everybody been, and Austin literally was over here the day prior, two days prior when we recorded, Mitch ain't gonna do whatever, you know, basketball, school, blah, 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 it's just football, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, that, that's how they been killing Mitch all year, so when I, what's up? So, Austin's a Cowgirls fan, right? Yes. Okay, so, first off, <clears throat> fuck the Cowgirls. <laughs> Second off, Trubisky is the deal. And if you ain't seen that the last couple games, man, I'm telling you, man, he's going to be on the come up. You, you know what I did to, like, and I feel like nobody really caught it. Because I tweeted it, and I said, only real ones are going to know what I'm trying to say. And because um, Mitch was going off, and I tweeted this during the game, I went and found the Diddy album "Money Making Mitch," like you know the three M's, <laughs> and I went and tweeted it, and I was, <laughs> and I was the only real ones gonna know, <laughs> and nobody said shit. I was like, damn, <laughs> like, and I try, and I was chilling with like you know one old girl and shit, and I was like, yo, you know, and she was like, I mean, I'm like, you don't get, damn, man. Let me get out of this. Track 16. 
four on the part four of this album. We almost there. Right. <laughs> Track sixteen. Stay down. Featuring Bryson Tiller. Um, I said, I okay. I, I knew this one gonna be your favorite track, but I said you're going to love this because at first I was like, wait, is this like a big pun, not a player remake? Like, I know you caught, yep. I know, I know you caught that shit. Yep, I put it, I put it in my notes. Um, I'll let you do your take on it. Um, I'm still mad because Bryson can get on everyone else and stuff, but I we've yet to hear an album. You had yep. your little joint with Summer Walker, which was incredible, even though you know Summer Walker finally. Anyways, <laughs> all that shit. The last thing we've heard from Bryson, besides you know that that second album, which was a real sophomore slump. He brand remember he was like he was, he went on all his platforms Friday Friday. And we're like oh shit, this was this middle of the summer. Yep. And he put out that damn minute and 44, not even 45, 44 second track. And I've literally remember listening to Joe Button Pod. They're like, yo, we're not going to make the review of this shit longer than the song. Yep. Like, and he, I mean, he's on everyone else's stuff. And I'm like, where's your music, Bryson? Hey, he's in his feature bag right now, man. It's not even feature bag. It's not on everyone's track. I don't fucking. I just need an album, damn it. Yeah. And I need. I need you to go back to trap soul. If I get. <laughs> if I get note to sell part two. Wait, he says. He said he was back into trap soul feeling when it, and that and that song gave me trap soul vibes. But it was like a minute and forty four seconds. Yep. What the fuck? Like we. I'm told, you know because I, I got pissed and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna get right back. I'm. I'm no. I'm, I'm no. I'm going out there. I'm gonna get right back. Going out on a little tangent. When Summer did her first fucking album, which, which when Summer Walker dropped her first album, and that shit was twelve songs, twenty eight minutes. I said, "Are you sick? Like, I don't know the definitions and all this shit. I was like, "Is this technically an EP?" I, I I don't like the like, cause I, I was like I was like if you have a, so many tracks it has to be like if you have a you know whatever many tracks it has to be an LP but I was like it doesn't doesn't even go over the certain minutes to be an EP nah. I don't know the definitions and shit you know I, LP EP I said damn. it earlier in the podcast I don't like the short vibe I don't like the short project vibe man it's just. But, more, especially like if you're one of them artists that you take forever to release a project, I don't want a little short. But you remember like Joe Budden and then was ripping her too because they was like, "Yo, you're a new artist. It's not like you already have an established fan base. Yep. You were just getting on fucking R and B heads like me or whatever." Like Snow Laker dropped that dope ass album or whatever, but she couldn't have made that shit twenty eight minutes. Anyways, um, uh, Bryson and Game both were talking about consistency and. You know, these hoes ain't loyal. Yes. Um, <laughs> Going back to the song. <laughs> that is true. Um, I don't know. What I put about this song, man, is I could have went without the song. I'm not going to lie. I felt like it was a filler song. It could have been way better. It um, should have been way better. Bryson filler. Um, hey, Bryson, you <laughs> You know. I don't know, man. I, I love Game's part. When he comes in, he fucking he kills it. Yeah, he and went off. Of course, he got the uh, the I ain't a player part, but I don't know. To me, it just it that just wasn't that like wasn't enough to save it for you. No, damn, I could have done without it, man. You are over it because that's I, I, I know I thought that would have saved it for you, but damn. Um, 
Track 17, Hug the Block. I like this. Um, I'm going to let you go because I got a little bit to say about it. You know, I like I love I the sentimental dope. game songs. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I love them. Um, I like the one line said we're on the same team, but you feel like I'm coaching you. And that that's true. People get jealous. You know, if you're doing a little bit better than them, they get jealous. Um, you know, we got friends like that, you know. Um, that's really all I got to say. It was, it was a great song. What I wrote for this one is, okay, hug the block. Games spoke again about burying his father, the hard times growing up in Compton. You know, and then, like you said, okay, <laughs> When he got to the second verse and they started talking to about like a woman, right? Yeah. Oh man. I'm telling. Sometimes it just be the little lines, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Then he had the one joke where he was like, "Yo, me and Fifth was the twin towers." It's true. What? And then this is what this was the track I was speaking about earlier, <coughs> where I said. Just Live came back in because I was like, yo, who is this singing? Because they are going off right now. And I looked and it was her again. And I was like, oh, okay, I might need to look up this chick too. Cause she was, yeah, she she went off. Yeah. Um I loved it, man. It's in my top five, definitely. Of this uh from this uh project. Um I know man, I love his sentimental songs, man. Like it worked because I I wasn't really expecting it at first, but like it it definitely worked. Oh yeah, like track eighteen. Ask for me. I only wrote one line for this man. I wonder if we put the same thing. Would you put <laughs> half henny, half lemonade? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I was like, do we need to try that shit? <laughs> that was the first thing I put. What was the, I need to look up the exact lyrics, but um, he said some shit about like, go ahead, go ahead. I'm about, I'm about to find this shit right quick because this was that funny. Was um, honestly, that's all I got from the song. I put it was to me. Half it felt lady, like half hitty, half lemonade. That was in the hook. Yup. Oh, uh, okay. Can you can you feel that glass for me? Half Henny, half Lemonade. Going up to Renegade because it's still Aftermath with me. It's blasphemy if I take a shot of holy water and ask a nun what she blasts for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man game, man. <laughs> and he puts stuff like like little lines in there, man, that some people don't catch. But, you know, I had... Or that lead with Wayne ain't sipped it in years. Yup. He talks about... um. I think in this song he talked a lot about uh, different things that he's done with like different people in the game. Yeah. Um, Got the verses from Nas, beats from Swizz, hooks from Blige, all that shit feeding my kids. Like, yeah. ah. It, it, it was a good song, man. To me, though, I could have went without it. I think it was a filler song. Um, but that half head ain't half lemonade, man. As bad as it sounds, I did say coming off of like the, you know, like I said, broken this down in like fives. Yeah. This little track of fives are probably like the weakest, mm-hmm. if I can say so. Okay. Like, it, it's just, even though, <laughs> going into this next track, <coughs> it's 
it was everything that I kind of would want out of these two. Track 19, Stainless, featuring Anderson Pack. Absolute banger. Anderson Pack, man, like, I went back and I listened to, because I, like, also, shout out to Homie Q, whatever. He's been on them for a little bit now. I went back and listened to, not fully, but just certain tracks from the, the collab out with him and Knowledge. Okay. The, um, what is it, Oxnard and then Ventura. Okay. Oh my God! Like I, I think I think he's been on like both of the playlists or whatever. I know he was definitely on the Grinch, not the Grinch tapes, but the the Mookvember playlist. I had like the intro of Oxnard. I think it's Oxnard. Yeah. I'm not uh I'm not too familiar with Anderson Pack and uh. Um, oh, he, he murders hooks. Yeah, I, I you know I've heard him on a couple different tracks and whatnot. And every time I hear him, he does kill it. I just never listen to his catalog. But uh, this song was absolute banger. He killed the chorus. Man, the video was dope. Yeah, just, I just, just watched the video for the first time. It was yo, dope. Everything about this was just dope. If it tells you anything, and it's wild, because I remember like, okay, I think the song that I actually put on the Mookvember playlist or whatever is still available. Go check that out. Ah, But, um... I was like, yo, it gave me, like, modern-day Smokey Robinson vibes. Like, I, I said that, right? So then I was, like, wilding when on the, like, newer album, I think maybe that same album or the album before or something, one of one or the other, he had, he had a track with Smokey Robinson. And I watched a video about it, and he was like, yo, like, nigga, I can tell my mom I'm doing tracks with Smokey. Like, what the fuck is life anymore? And I was like, this guy's next, I'm telling you. He's... He's next. Him and Game, like like we said, like Game putting on for the West Coast. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's another Cali dude. I, I love day. it, man. That There's absolute banger. I was like, I didn't even have to write much. I was like, it's just what I expected from them two. Game had dope verses. Pac had good a good verse and killed the hook. That's all I need. Yep. Uh, we can get into <laughs> track 20, which... It's going to bump in the whip, bro. I'm sorry. Track 20, Gangsters man. Make the Girls Go Wild, featuring Chris Brown. <laughs> I thought about you when I heard this song, man. You knew it. You knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it, man. It was almost my favorite. I ain't going to front. Because I saw, like, first of all, I was like, oh, Chris Brown's up here? I was like, okay, they, they reconciled. Yep. You know, they were beefing at one point. Was it some crutchy shit? Yep. And I don't know. Did you hear? I don't know if you caught the line. This it made me crack up, man. He said, "Mike kissed Ella May in the mouth just to celebrate." Yeah, <laughs> you know it did. Cause you, I, 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 yo, I've been also been telling been telling y'all niggas that Ella May album was hard. Yes, I was. I did listen to that one. The feels on that album, that. her British ass or whatever in the world. <laughs> I I absolutely love this song. I love the Chris Brown. Man, did you just... catch the? Also, I can tell them niggas definitely weren't in the studio at the same time. No, nope. this is definitely like Chris just sitting that over. Yep. Matter of fact, y'all, y'all get to catch it right quick. This is well, not rare, but y'all get to catch a little poor break right quick. Hold up. Oh yeah, listen to that. Oh man, it sounds soothing. Um, did you catch the sample on this track? I did not. Classic, 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 classic. All my. Not even black people, but just lovers of soul music, the stylistics, people make the world go round. People make the oh, world yeah. go round. 
like that joint. I didn't notice it, bro. I kept saying, I was like, why do I notice? Why do I notice? And I went and looked up. I was like, oh my god! I was, I'm telling you, this man game was going stupid with some of these samples, bro. He he definitely did, and it, and it works for literally. It was paying on mods. Like that's why I always I felt like whenever I was younger and shit, and still to this day. Which also shout out to you because you was like uh, a couple of weeks back. Whenever you were like, yo, Pur- uh, purple haze two's dropping soon and shit. Yo. It be and I went back and was listening to old Cam, and I was I forgot how much I used to fuck with Cam. Like, ugh. Man, I love Cam, man. It's we you might know, do that for ways too. Oh, we might have to. We might have to. Um, track twenty one. We down to the final stretch. Ooh, excuse me. Here we go. I was trying to get it out, guys. Woo. <laughs> Blood Thicker Than Water featuring Trey Songs. Trey did his thing. Trey did do his thing. And I hadn't heard Trey since he thing. went back and did the re well, he was on six tapes, of course. Uh-huh. But I hadn't heard Trey since he um went back and did that remake of uh, Big Rich Town. And everybody got him up out of here. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to get into that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad they went they they changed it back, man. I literally just wrote, yo, Trey did what he was supposed to do, but like I mean I don't have like all the lyrics written down, but like I I, I like the um, game where he, he had the line about like talking to like his I think his youngest son about like yo, you know, like Yeah quit worrying about what everybody else is like thinking or whatever. They don't move you and shit, like you know. It's not family. Yeah. Like that. Like I'm like what what some people need to be told and or if they don't they just don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I put in here I wish the song was longer. To me it was too short of a song. I think this was one of those records or whatever, because I like it was one of them where I was like, yo, like it, it, it could have went on. Cause like when I like when we said earlier this album is an hour and a half, but it don't feel an hour and a half. Yep. It was some tracks or whatever. Like, I know one's coming up where I'm like, damn, this shit, five minutes? Like, you some change? Didn't feel like no five minutes. It was just, nope. I was in there just vibing, like, oh, yo, yeah. you know, like. This is one of them songs, man. I wish it was longer, man. It was, it was just like, you're just like getting into it, then all of a sudden it's just done. You're just like, damn, man. Like, I wish that would have went another minute or two on this one. Mm. <sighs> Track twenty two. Rewind two. I literally wrote two things for the people before I let you go off on whatever you got to say. All right. Apparently, the song is called Rewind Two because it's an homage or a technically whatever in his mind part two to. Nas's rewind off of the Godson album, which I'm gonna actually go back and listen to now. I believe. Oh man, that it was a great song. It was it was actually on Stillmatic. Um, oh, was it Stillmatic? It was yeah, it was okay. on Stillmatic. Man, Nas he he killed that track, and to hear Game come on with this, yeah, and Game killed it too. All I gotta say is I want to rewind three with a collaboration. I 
I'm definitely not mad at that. And like, because all I wrote besides the whole Nas thing was I just wrote consistent bars yes. <laughs> with an exclamation point. Like, yes, like, he, he was smacking. This is this is just one of them tracks, man. A game track where he just he just goes and goes and goes. You know, like he, if I would have tried to write down all the bars or whatever, I would have just got tired. I'm like, okay, just 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 go to the lyrics. Just yes, we could. You know, we could have we could have done a lot just with that. Like, and one, you know, what it reminded me of is ninety two bars on uh, the game's nineteen ninety two album. Yeah. Um, man, he, and um, that that song, he just he just it just keeps going and going and going and going. And actually, on uh, the one on nineteen ninety two, the I believe that the instrumental actually stopped and he just kept going and flowing and it, he he delivered on this song and you know Nas to do something that Nas did and to kill it like that, man, is unbelievable. And I, I hope there is. I hope they get to talking about a rewind three and collab. I'm here for it. We need to put that in the atmosphere. People listening and just everything out or whatever. Because I'm tagging game in this shit when we drop it. Ah, ah, ah. what's oh, yeah. up? He putting everybody on. Don't bite your tongue. We out here. And game, you know, when you listen to this, we go on tour, man. We we want to meet and greet. Hey, we can go on tour right now. Whatever, it ain't nothing to quit this job. <laughs> it, it ain't a thing. Um, ain't nothing but a chicken wing. Track twenty three, one life featuring Jay Stone and Masigo. Masago. That uh, I don't know, but I like that. Like we said earlier, man, I like that little short clip at the end. Well, shit, let's go ahead and get in that. Nina Simone at the end. And at first, I had to re-listen like maybe three or four times, but it finally it finally hit me. Did, how, did, did you catch what she was trying to say? I did not. I, I she she kind of worded it in like a different way. Also, too, um, I found out whenever I was, I forgot what documentary, whatever I was like listening to or why. Or, it's, it's no, ne- the documentary is on Netflix. I think it's like, what happened to you, Mrs. Simone? Whatever. Uh-huh. I was bored one day and I was just like, I'm going to finally check this out because I've been meaning to do it for the longest. Um, she's from North Carolina. Wow. I swear. Well, I think I think she's from North Carolina. Like I was that rapping, man. Um, North Carolina be putting on, man. She kind of worded it in a way, like I said, we all got, we all want you to get to go and listen, but like from what I pretty much took it after like the fourth or whatever time listening, she kind of was just like, yo, sometimes you got to put the medicine in the candy. Cause like, I, like she was explaining like, yo, I, I have to kind of do certain things for certain people because everybody ain't going to get it the way I'm trying to get it out there. Wow. And it made me think, I mean, literally, like, what, what's the song Kanye sample? The Blood on the Leaves? Like, the, the Strange Fruit is about a song about, like, yo, people out there looking at people getting, like, hung from trees, for God's sakes. Like, imagine that back in those days, for God's sakes. Yes. So, when I so when, it, when all that clicked, I was like, okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That yes, Nina Simone thing, was hard. I said, um... It had a dope saxophone. I, I put that too. I love that. That sax was incredible. Um, Masigo or whatever was on the hook. Jay Stone was on the second verse talking about his come up. It was pretty cool. Now, and dope song, man. I do got to say one thing about Jay Stone. 
Okay, speak on that. Was it just me or did his flow sound like Wiz? I did get that vibe. I ain't gonna lie. I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch it originally, but I was like, I was like, well, like what is this giving me? You know, just like yeah. Not you mention that. I don't know. When I was listening to it, man, I just got a, a Wiz vibe, um, especially from like Wiz, like in his early career. I, it gave me a Wiz vibe. I liked it. I liked it, man. I liked the transition. You got to check out Jay. You got to check out Jay Stone. Yeah, well, look, Game put a lot of people on this project that we're gonna have to check out their catalogs, man, because excited. But I don't know, man. Game he brings out the best people when he when he gets on tracks with them, which is a perfect segue into this next. Uh, it, we we segwayed into it because it's been happening, and you know, you you talked about it on an earlier track. We talked about this song on an earlier track, and I can go ahead and say it. I think this is my favorite record. Track 24, Cross on Jesus back. <sighs> Woo! Bless you. It never fails, I swear. Ace. The long-time listeners know, when the sneeze comes in, it's getting <laughs> ugly. It gets weird. Man, I said I'm ecstatic he put D-Smoke on the project, man. Like it- I said... I wish he would have put him on uh, No Smoke earlier. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy to see the games putting him on because this man is this man is an artist to a T. He's like picture perfect artist, man. From the producing to the the choreography, like they had so many different challenges that they that you had to do in rhythm and flow from making your own music video, right. um, freestyle and everything. And he did everything like he killed every single challenge, man. And he's just, I can't say enough good things about D-Smoke, man. You know, his flow is crazy. That West Coast, the storytelling, man. Does, this um, does he have music, like, on streaming platforms? Um, I believe so. I'm about to look that up. Go ahead. Don't, I'm, uh, I'm not 100% sure. But uh, I know he's got at least a song or two, I believe. Um, but yeah, D Smoke man, shout out to D Smoke. There is an album out, yes. It's an EP called Inglewood High. Yup, it came out this year. Seven tracks. Yeah, man, I'm shout out to D Smoke. Um, yeah, I'll let you give your take on this because I was really happy with this. So, like I said, when I found out that the D Smoke dude, I like this verse. And I found out he also produced a track. I was like, okay, so this this kid's talented, you know? Oh yeah. Now a lot of time, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna put this on him. But I remember, like I used to say this about Cole sometimes, right? Kind of creating a way too. I feel like with some producers slash rappers, like they, they you know they would produce themselves into it, and they would just get caught in their own lane or whatever, and like. You kind of just get engulfed in your own, not necessarily like your own sound, but just you get super comfy, you know, because yeah. I literally have, you know, I have an episode coming up. Y'all people going to know about it by this point. Like I'm talking about some shit where like I'm not even going to be the main attraction or whatever. I do that to challenge me or whatever. Get on some whole other shit. Yeah. Now, I, like I said, I'm not, and I, I say all this to just say I'm not saying this about D Smoke or whatever, but like I've I've seen it from greats like Cole and Kendrick, where like on certain now, well not Kendrick, but um, uh, Crit, 
Yeah. Where like they'll produce themselves into like just a pocket. Yeah. They try to do too much. Yeah. And, and it's like sometimes it's like I'm not trying to say that's bad, but like maybe you get some outside influences. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like I like D Smoke and I really hope he has a, a great But I like him on this verse. Oh yeah. The hook the hook for this song was insane. Oh my like you know, I wrote it in my notes or whatever, like the moments up to like Jesus' crucifixion. I also thought about everything Game was saying as far as like people kick you when you down. Yes. And when you rise is. or whatever, I ain't gonna say like they necessarily fear you, but like you're like, yo, what is this? Like you're supposed to be down there. Yep. And like, I, th- you know. I think a lot of people have had them moments when, you know, they've been down and they came back and they're like, wow, never would have expected that. And to me, that's that's just it's a great story. You got to keep pushing, man. So I, I thought this song was incredible. Like, this was my I'm third. I'm really going to have to check out this D-Smoke dude or whatever. Because, like, just rethinking about it in my head, this beat was bananas. Like, yeah, like... Cause I saw the title and I was like, okay, you know. But then, like, I mean, just oh, like, yeah, this, this was dope. This was dope. Hey, think about the the big words that Ti used when he was expeditiously, seeing, expeditiously. Man, I I ain't got enough good stuff to say about D Smoke, man, and this track. The repetitiously, expeditiously, you niggas don't know the ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me chill. Oh, um, rapping bag now. Oh man, um, y'all thought the podcast was it? Nah, man. Hey, we can bring it back. Let's Wait till twenty twenty. Uh, outro track twenty five. We're finally here. Roadside featuring Ed Sharon. Second favorite track, man. You want to go first? I, I will go first on this one. Come on, bro. Speak um, on it. To me, you know, I listen to a lot of uh, YouTube mixes. Like on uh, on YouTube, there's a lot of mixes with DMX and Pac and uh, Big. And uh, I got a question uh, about DMX after this, but go ahead. All right. So a lot of uh, a lot of the mixes that I listen to on uh, on YouTube, it just so happens that they 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 mix it to uh, Ed Sheeran's uh, Ed Sheeran's song. So this sounded like one of them YouTube mixes that I like. And I loved it, man. I was very surprised how Ed and Game collaborated on this. Yeah. Um, and it makes you think of my Dukes. Not just... I ain't gonna say not just Game and him collaborating. I don't think I would hear most, quote, gangster rappers on a fucking acoustic guitar. Yeah. That's literally what I wrote. Like, <clears throat> like I remember, like... Hearing, you know, I, I fuck with Brilliant Idiots or whatever, heavy. Yep. I remember Schultz saying, like, he saw, like, Ed Sheeran, like, like a year or two ago or whatever. And he was up there performing, like, all his shit on stage. And it sounded just like the album because it's just that guy. Like, he plays guitar. Like, no one else is doing that. He's in the studio doing all this shit. Yep. So, when I saw, when I heard the last track, and I'm like, yo, this man, like, if you think, like, this is really it. The last track on the last, like, of course, you know, on the last game album is an acoustic guitar with a British singer. <laughs> it's kind of wild to think about, but it's, fuck it, I'll, I'll say it, it's beautiful. It is. It is beautiful. Like I said, this is my second favorite track behind, uh, I didn't want to write this song. Um, 
I loved it, man. And I, and I told, I said it at the beginning, man. I, I love Ed Sharon on this. I love him as artists in general, man. I loved this track. Ed was talking about if he passes tomorrow, you know, make sure his mom doesn't cry. Yep. And in game, literally, he talked about like, yo, I've lost my dad, my brothers. I must be next. Like this, I mean, like. I, Roadside, it, it it's all there. It's all telling, and it's like I'm not trying to say this is oh my god, like a way to end an album, but like yo, like I thought, even it though was... it was more on the kind of not necessarily feelings on this shit, fucking not necessarily feelings side. I wasn't sad. It was just like yo, this is just this is how this album has to con- not even has to, but this is how this album's concluding. And okay, I'm cool with that. So, yeah, man, it, it, it sucks, man, because it seems like when the bad things come, it comes in threes. And so and that's why he says, you know, that's it's, it's something that goes around. They say that when bad things come, it comes in threes. Right. And he said, you know, he shed enough uh, enough tears to float Noah's Ark when his grandmother died. Perfect help, but she died of a broken heart. And after that, it was a domino effect. First, my uncle, then my daddy. I guess I'm next. Mm. And, you See, know, that's it, what it got me. I was like, ah. It's that that coming threes mentality, man. Because he was literally it's, talking about his kids and everything, and I was like, Jesus. Yep. And I was talking. I was talking to old girl um, a couple weeks ago, or last week, or something like that. I don't know. But uh, we we're we we're talking about that too. How it seems like all bad things come in threes. Fucking insane, man. But I, I, I couldn't have... I think this was a great song to end the album on. You know, at the end of an album here, when we do Ox Me Later, you know, I'd be forgetting because, like, it's been a while. It's been a lot of sports going on or whatever. It's crazy because, like, you know, when we first started, we were in the middle of baseball season. I'm not really a baseball fan like that no man. more. So we can get a lot more, like, other content out. And, then, you know, good albums drop in the summertime. Yep. Your rating of 10, the game born to rap. Sanchez, your album, your, your, your rating. I'm getting it. I'm giving it a 12. Broke the system. Let's go. I Dave, think, Dave, I, oh, not, yeah, Dave Meltzer style. Like my wrestler fans gonna know what I'm talking about there. Yeah, and I have no clue what you're <laughs> talking about. So, but it's funny. He has a, he has a five star rating system, uh-huh. but he'll be giving matches like six and six and five quarter stars. And it's like, <laughs> like, like a, a fucking match last year or whatever got like 6.75 stars out of a five star rating. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a great ass match. I can look, it was like a fucking hour long, but this is that match right here. This <laughs> album is that match. <laughs> Hour and a half long project. Yeah. Long match. Yeah. Just that match, man. Now, what about you? I'm at, I see, and I, I remember this too, because I've been pretty good as far as like just doing full numbers. I don't think I've done a half yet. I can give this album, and this is crazy too, because I remember when it first came out or whatever, I gave this actually a lower rating than I would go back giving it now as far as a re-listening shit. Which is Tyler Crater's Igor, which is probably one of my favorites this year so far. And should win the Grammy, but it's not, unfortunately. The game's born to rap, man. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think I can give this an eight and a half. I have to give this a nine. Like I have to get this album on this album, like like I said, it was hour and a half. It didn't feel like it was hour and a half. 
It was bars. Shout out to homie Dre. Like not you know not our homie. We both know Dre. Yeah, my homie growing up, Dre. Text him. That's what I sent you to Dre, and I was I was like, yo, you know, me and my homie might do this, uh, or we gonna do the born to rap. And he was like, yo, they ain't to skip on that album. You know, me and him pretty much on the same wavelength as far as music, even though he could be a little a lot more grittier than me with shit. Now, I text Q, I was like, yo, we probably do this album or whatever. Shout out to he Q. just sent back, like, just flame emoji. He was like, game did that shit. So, I, like, going into it, I told you I was excited. I was like, yo, oh, like, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting no one telling me bad things about this album. Yes, this was just a the great album, album cover threw me the fuck off. Yep. <laughs> and I think, but, I think that even helped the sales. I think the album cover definitely helped the sales too. You gotta do what you gotta do at the end of the day. And I'm not Facts. mad about it. I ain't mad about it either. Especially when you deliver like this. I am not upset at all. Um, off game though, even though, you know, this is about him. Um I ain't gonna think we're gonna speak about Nick because I don't really I really haven't dissected the two diss track. And I do, excuse me. I don't know if he's trolling or not. So I ain't gonna ask about that, but you you mentioned DMX a while ago. Yeah. And I have a question for you as far as I know you are a big fan of X. Huge fan. Like big fan of X. Still waiting for this album to drop. Also, shout out to you and I remember matter of fact, chilling with you and your uncle that one time or whatever, we went downtown and shit. And um y'all played a pox song I hadn't even heard in years. And I was like, holy shit. I'm trying to remember. I think it was off uh, Me Against the World album. I can't remember, but like, I remember literally like going home and being like, yo, this shit. But, um, X though. So I've been hearing a lot more people mention it lately that, like, yo, you know, nobody ever wants to admit it, but at one point, X was better than Hove. And then drugs hit. X dropped what? Two platinum albums technically in the same year? Yep. Wait, what year was that? Ninety nine, two thousand. What was that? Um, I'm not a hundred percent on. But, but, you know dates, what? You, I know. Yeah. I know you know the two albums. Yeah. I, I I think I've told you, but the story about shout out um shout out to homie. I haven't spoken to him in years or whatever, but you know, bless him. He was really looked out for me back in the day. One of my old boss. He was actually my brother's age, so he wasn't that you know about six seven years older than me. He said the first money. Excuse me. The first album he ever bought with his own money. Was DMX DMX's flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood? Boy, he's. It, I mean, country white dude. He said the first album he ever spent his own money on was that album, man. Because his parents was not gonna get that for him. Hey, look, <laughs> he said he needed that album. Now he was like, he's like, he rocks with X forever for that album. <laughs> yo, look until last spring, um, I put a, I put the greatest hits Pac album in my car, um. And until then, since I got my car, I had that album in my CD player. The question, I guess, I'm going to ask you, like I said, keep going back. If drugs never happen, where is X? And, like, I'm going to say just the, the, you know, whatever, like, where's X in music? Because I feel like people look at X or whatever, and it's like, it kind of came and went so fast. And I'm not, I'm not going to say, you know, but just he should have been more of a figure than what ended up kind of happening. I think. I, I definitely say easily above Hove. 
in my opinion. I'm a little bit biased. Yeah, well, that's that's what I wanted but, to ask you. Because, but at the same time, too, if I ask someone unbiased, they're going to be like, man, you crazy, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, this man literally, like like I said, and people can, some people can say that's a hot year. But, like, and the thing that people get out with Hove is, like, longevity. Yeah, we get it. But, like... X was on fire, man. Like it was, and it was like album after album after album. Also, you know, we've been preaching this for years or whatever. I don't know what year we on at this point. He gave us one of the realest quotes of all time. That you know, question that is still never been answered to this day. It probably will never be answered. What these bitches want from a nigga? I mean. I can say it in the convoys. I can say what these bitches want from a nigga. Like, it don't matter what voice I can say it. I can if I can say it in another language, it still wouldn't matter. We never are gonna know. Never. No matter. <laughs> no matter. Even if you think you're giving them what they want, they want more. They want something else. They can, oh, tell, they can I, tell you right now. Hey, look, I want this. Uh, these Apple. Whatever. Yeah. I want a new iPhone. You give them that new iPhone. No, I want the one that comes out next year. What? It ain't even out yet. <laughs> like I, think, I can't remember. I think Drake or somebody said the best. They was like, "Yo, just when you got it, they switched the game up, bro. They be rewriting rules. I'm telling you, it turns into man. monopoly. They they will never know. You got anything before we close out, bro? These hoes ain't loyal. That's all I can say to that quote. <laughs> Yo, it, it was it was dope to finally have you on, bro. I'm it was, real, man. Bro. I, I appreciate you having me. And I think we don't have to do Purple A's, too. We might have to still do Kirk. I mean, Kirk's still not out the picture. I'm down to do that, too. It, it, it was supposed to happen. You know, you can still make it happen. We can. You a lot more free these days. Yup. Ain't no studying no more. Ain't no tests. Ain't no class to go to. Chilling. I watched the Roddy Roddy Rich interview today on Breakfast Club. I still, had, I still need to check the album out. I remember you spoke about that. It was good, man. But, you know, he was on the interview, and I watched it today. He said, chilling. So. Is he one of the people that, that can't interview? Yeah, I mean, he's young. So. You know, a lot of these young dudes, they can't do interviews, man. I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to even be mean. It's like, they don't know how to talk. They just be on their whole little, like, yo, chilling. Like. Yep. It's like you got to realize, like, yo, the entire focus is on you. Like, I can't imagine someone being like, yo, you need to go there and talk about, like, like, don't bite your tongue. Like, what is happening? And I just go in there and be like, yo, I just be talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, the niggas going to be like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Like, just like, be talking, what nigga. Talking you don't about, shut up. Like, what? And Charlamagne, you know, he says, like he said at the beginning of the interview, because you know the the name of the album is uh, "Please Forgive Me for Being Antisocial" or "Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial." That's the album. And, yeah, that's the name of the album. Get the fuck out of here! Yep. And so Charlamagne was like, "Look, I don't know how this album's gonna go because I don't like interviewing people that are antisocial." And he was like, "Nah, it's like I'm not antisocial." He's like, "I am, but like if I know you, then we cool and it's all love." But he's like, "If I don't know you," Well, then we just cool. But, you know, he he opened up a little bit more as the interview went on. Shout out to Roddy Rich. It was, he had a good album, too. We'll see. That's all I'm going to say. We, we're, not, we're not putting that on wax. And then you're the, the, like, yo, niggas. If the people like are requesting a Roddy Rich, I guess I will bite my tongue and do it. Hey. But who knows? We got to give the people what they want, I guess. Mookie Mix. 
Luke Bates can fix a lot of shit, though. Damn right it can, and it has. I'm probably going to wake him up or whatever with his outro or whatever, but because, you know, the gods over here passed out and everything. Guest appearance on every episode. The god Coco, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Tell him, Coco, when we, when we, when we finally dropped that merch, Coco was going to be like a top seller. I, mean, I can already oh, tell yeah. you the Coco accessories. But... Well, I appreciate you having me, man. Always, bro. I'm telling you, like we end this every time. Sanchez, first time saying that. Mookie, and until next time, we are.